Thank you for joining World of Truths. We're here to be real and talk about controversial topics and address it from a biblical point of view. Being the voice of young outlets in a world where traditional, cultural, and modern views has brought a lot of confusions. Our intent is to bring light and truth to these confusions with the help of the Word of God. Welcome everyone, it's Wall of Truths. Another day, another topic. You know, it's always interesting, it's always cool, you know, to be at this table, you know, yes, sir. Yep. talk about like, you know, life matters, you know, with brothers in Christ, you know, tackle these things with the light of God, you know. I'm just, I'm just excited guys. How yes. are you guys doing today though? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good, doing good. Can't yeah. complain. Beautiful mm-hmm. day. Happy Sunday. Although it's raining outside, but hey, it's still a happy Sunday. <laughs> well, it's nice now, so. Grateful <laughs> yeah. well, for that. But yeah. How's your week been? Like, you know, anything popping, anything new during this week? Uh, Not really, but I got to be, uh, what's it called? A caretaker of, of a child <laughs> this weekend. Uh, How did that go weekend. for you? Yeah, it was a different <laughs> experience for sure. Um, You yeah. know when the child mandates you to stand for eight hours. Yeah. You have to. It's kind of like, but it was very your fun. boss, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very, it was very fun. Yeah. Um, what about yeah. you, Sam? Honestly, for me, I, I didn't really do much, but um, I had a final exam for one of my classes. Oh, nice. Um, some people who think I have graduated, not technically, <laughs> do have one class. Uh, I was occupied with that and then uh, just really getting a rest, man. Just, you know, prioritizing physical rest is good for you guys. Yeah. So, which we'll probably talk about today. Well, <laughs> what about you, my brother, Junior? Yeah, busy week, busy week. Yeah, um, yeah, can't really complain. Just work stuff, but um, I had some time to uh, go to DC. So, oh, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Um, um, although it was rainy, but it was it was really nice to. Uh, just see the site and um yeah. and uh, just experience uh different different things out there. Yeah, please tell me you saw at least the White House. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. It looked like they were <laughs> renovating it though. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was just some work being done done on it. So um I wasn't trying to go all so close <laughs> to it anyway. So yeah. But yeah, we we got to see all the the the, the famous site, you know, um seeing and uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was nice. It was nice, and I got to eat Nando's. So oh, nice. there you go. <laughs> For you guys who don't know what Nando's is, it's one of a famous you know restaurant from back to South Africa. That's also here, so it's really good. It's a recommendation, guys. You should try it. They yeah, have good no chicken. sponsorships. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, speaking of my day, my my week was you know all about exam. You know, yeah. the stress that comes with it, and you know. And anxiety that comes with it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Speaking about yes, our today's topic, yeah. Sam, uh-huh. take us away. <laughs> yes, today we're going to be talking about anxiety. Um, <laughs> you know, this is something that several of us deal with. Right. Almost everyone at some point in their life have dealt with anxiety before. So uh, we would like to dive into the topic of anxiety. Yes. And it would be nice, you know, if we can all just share moments whereby we've been anxious before of of course it's also important uh to know what you know what anxiety is yeah um there can be a thin line between anxiety and the causes of anxiety so it'd be nice if someone can you know tell us what the definition of anxiety is dictionary definition and then we can 
share our experiences. I know we have our lookup guy, Junior. Take us yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always like to give um, definitions. I think it brings more perspective right. um, to what we'll be diving in uh, into today. So uh, the meaning of anxiety. So this is what the dictionary says. A, f- a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease. Typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So an example was he felt a surge of anxiety. I don't really know if that's an example, but but yeah, um, that's what the dictionary gives. Yeah. I recently read somewhere about like anxiety. They say there's anxiety and there's anxiety disorder. You know, yeah. they, I feel like the disorder is when you go, you find yourself more into a severe case of anxiety yes. where you go. It's continuous. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like we all go through some type of anxiety on a daily basis. Yeah. Right. But if you let it grow, if you let it sit on you, that's when it becomes right. a disorder. It right. It, be- it becomes almost continuous. It right. becomes something that is almost, you know, wants to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Psychedelic. Yeah. 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 Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the way, I mean, the way, I mean, life in the Western culture is portrayed, it's like you always got to go after something, you know. It's all about time. Like, Work, work, work. After work, you get. There's always you running, always after time. You're running, always. You know, you got stuff to do. Yeah. And sometimes the pressure, the you know, the expectations mm. could be very, very, you know, uh, heavy on us. That it leads to anxiety. Right, right. For example, I'm a. I wouldn't say I'm an OCD person, but I like things to be done perfectly. And sometimes when like I'm even on set or even in class. I get that anxiety. Every, like I want everything to run perfectly, and like right. you know, the the pressure of just making sure everything runs well, mm-hmm. sometimes can be overwhelming. You know. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're working with people, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Dealing with people can comes with own like with its own cross own load. So. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and you know, like I said, there are so many causes of anxiety, and sometimes it's it can get blurry whereby people start mixing the definition of anxiety with the causes mm-hmm. of anxiety. And that's why I'm glad Junior had read, um, you know, the definition of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice if Junior can point out, you know, keywords right. um, in that definition. If someone else has, you know, a different dictionary definition, it would also be nice to have those keywords in mind as we discuss some of our own experiences. That way we can, you know, mm-hmm. link it to some of those keywords and what, and what, um, might have caused it right yeah so like from from what i um you know researched i found out that um worry which is basically i guess anxiety um comes from an old english word which also means to strangle or to choke mm-hmm. and, and you yeah, notice that when good. you when you're so anxious you, you feel yeah. sometimes okay. as if you've been you know, strangled or yeah, or yeah. yeah choked um yeah yeah, it's always interesting because I always encourage, like, you know, the words, it's nice to go into the roots of the words, go deep, because it just yes. brings a better understanding. Yes. I never thought about worry being something to choke, I mean, related to choking, and which brings more perspective. Actually, that's how, like, anxiety feels. E- exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's why I wanted us to, like, point out what are keywords, mm-hmm. you know, in some of the definitions that we know. Because mm-hmm. um, then people can start relating more, like, oh, I've felt like that before. Right. Yeah, and I know you were asking about some, um, you know, yeah, life experiences, experiences that yeah. we've probably had that um, that has made us really like anxious and and stuff like that. And um, and for me, I um, you know, just just been on the journey of um, 
just pursuing like education like for the last like eight years uh you know after i finally graduated and there was some really like tough seasons in those times where oh man after a semester i just felt like man will i really be able to um pay my school fees my tuition mm. and and pay for living and housing mm. just like all those little basic stuff um so um four years ago uh, actually maybe five years ago now 2018 um i had finished community community college mm -hmm. you know i did my two years and everything and then after that i took a gap year where i was just working basically mm -hmm. to raise money so i can go to uh, a four-year college and um i did that i was working basically the whole year and some financial struggles were like not um good at home so like family back home was just struggling really bad and um you know it was just like no income really and and it was really hard and so i was dealing with man how do i sort of help back home and how do i prioritize myself and try to take care of myself for the next two years mm -hmm. to finish education and you know honestly like i'm just being honest i and and, and thank god for Sean because it was so much weight for me to think think about that mm -hmm. just because obviously I, i love my family so much and being away from them um for this long amount of time has, has weighed on me but to realize that man they're actually struggling like brings a different type of weight uh -huh. you know and so it was so hard for me because i i was like man why would i really pursue school when i can just try to get a job and try to take care of them and just make sure i'm even okay but Why would I go to school, try to pay my tuition, continue that? I don't know where that's going to come from. Like I said, they're struggling financially back home. And that's where my income comes from to pay for my tuition and my basic need. Mm. And then it just feels really backwards. See, it was so bad that um, I actually came to a decision that, man, I would stop college. Like, genuinely, mm. I I came to that point where there was just, like, no means of income. Mm. There was just no means of, like, hey, this is how your school fees is going to get paid. Um, and then I made that decision, even though my parents probably don't know this and they're probably going to hear this like, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so, but thankful for man, for a good support system, obviously, um, my best friend, Sean, and I'm just like, Hey, listen, God has brought you this far. Like, listen, if he has brought you this far, he's only going to keep taking you as far as you want to go. Right. So yeah, I, I have like a question. So is, what would you guys say the causes of? anxiety comes from is it internally so, or so I, i was going to get there because you know from yeah. what samuel is explaining yeah what i can get is financial stress in his own right, situation right. and that's why i wanted us to like share you know our experiences because from our experiences we can see some of those causes mm. right stress is one of the causes of anxiety and that's one that samuel is explaining financial stress right. okay right. Yeah. so uh, it would be so Kind of going back to okay, so is it mostly based on internal factors or is it external factors that causes most of the anxiety? I think I think from like the way I see it is it can go either way. But, yeah. Um. Usually our external factors um influence a lot of our uh internal mm -hmm. um feelings or emotions. Um, and I think I've always mentioned that, um, you know, I've, I've shared with Aaron before and a few other people, um, as long as uh, this is my, you know, sometimes it might sound harsh, but like 
as long as we let the external factors uh, dictate how we feel, we are actually a victim to them. Mm. you know and uh and i think this is where um this can be will probably be a topic on its own when we you know um on another um uh, episode but like this is where like emotional intelligence comes in mm. you know um um that was spoken about today um uh, by pastor sam but um you know so it i think it goes both ways and uh, but mm. a lot of times it's got to do with the, our environment where we mm. find ourselves in um that the things you know if if the you know the market is crashing right now you start mm-hmm. worrying right mm-hmm. because it's like oh my goodness my business and all these things are like it it has a lot to do with your environment really mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's just my take on it and and for me i think um what what it caused you know caused me anxiety over the years um well not consistently but like every now and then like um you know doing if i left something till like late you know till mm-hmm. like the last second you yeah. know then you start becoming anxious right? right and i feel like that's like one of the things that many people struggle with where it's like you you know you think you have time procrastination <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you think you have time and so um that can cause anxiety and yeah. um anxiety a lot of things can cause anxiety and i think anxiety is just a byproduct of all these other things that um we deal with you know in our lives like mm-hmm. you know um worrying uh, you know fear and all these so, things so you would say like uh anxiety is kind of like aids and hiv hiv being the virus <laughs> aids being the condition <laughs> Would you put it that way? I don't know. About that. Good, good parallelism, I guess. <laughs> that, right. I was like, yeah. we just took a different <laughs> right. Right. right, right. That was why I said it can be very cloudy. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like things starts blending. By the time you start mentioning all the courses, mm-hmm. things just starts blending. Yeah. You realize yeah. that there's more than one there's factor more in than your, one in your factor. own case. Yeah. Right. right. Like in Junior's case, he's talking about planning and action right. yeah. as being, you know, as being the cause. In Samuel's case, he talked about financial stress mm-hmm. as being the cause. In my own case, or one of my cases, um, when I was young, it was fear. I went to a school in a neighborhood whereby ritual killing was um, mm-hmm. very dominant. Mm-hmm. And every single time I walk through forest, you know, to school, mm-hmm. there is always that consciousness of, mm-hmm. you know, Lord, I mean, your hands, don't let, you know, don't let this be me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I get into public transport, and I'm always, you know, scanning around, scouting okay, around, sure rather than just enjoying the ride yeah. and relaxing. Mm-hmm. I start doing, you know, I start doing um unconscious work, mm-hmm. yeah. scanning around, and you know, yeah. just watching what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So in my own case, it was fear, mm-hmm. but. As much as fear was the case at that time, I can give you more examples of yeah. different, you know, yeah. even a similar one with with Junior yeah. or a similar one with um with Sam. Which which what you're saying sounds like the fear of the unknown. Like you you exactly. just don't know right. what's going to come yeah. right yeah. next so, one so, or next. So is yeah. there ever a case where there's because they say we've been taught in at school and I know there's for example there's good stress and bad stress. Is there ever cases of having good anxiety or bad? I, I think there are things that are good that you can be anxious about. You know, like for right. example, you're about to get married. 
definitely it's a good thing to get married, but most people are a little anxious, you know? Just like it's a big day, it's huge, but um, there's also like some things that you probably shouldn't be anxious about that you just find yourself being anxious mm. about. So I think that might be what you're talking about of good anxious and bad anxious. Like, man, leaving home and coming down to United States from the first time, I was definitely anxious. Right. But it was like a good anxious. I don't know if that's even a thing, like good anxiety, like, okay. <laughs> right, and, and it's actually a very good point that you mentioned, Aaron, but that also ties to what Junior had mentioned in terms of emotional intelligence. intelligence yeah. But at the same time, emotional intelligence to someone who doesn't understand it can seem like your eyes cold. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some people would think, oh, this person's eyes cold, but no, it's just that person has their emotion in check. They're they are excited, mm -hmm. but they don't jump around like every other person would jump around. You just see a smile. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. They are scared, but you don't see them r bouncing from, you know, wall to wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you just you you just see, you know, a little bit of oh, this person is a little bit uncomfortable but yeah. still collected. But because uh, like, you know, we've, you guys gave good like examples of like how you guys, you know, experience anxiety in, in your lives. So what about the cases where people have like severe anxiety would even lead to like, you know, suicidal thoughts, you know, because of like, for example, being threatened to death and stuff like that. So how would one react not falling into the trap of anxiety where the odds extremely against them, you know? Because obviously, you know, not to say that what you guys gave example to diminish them, but like people have like in the worst cases scenarios. So how to deal with that? You know, like when anxiety becomes like yeah, what like a severe, cases. like a severe, yeah. So someone can even like you know walk or they, you know they can't sleep. You know, they, I think yeah. um yeah. Just to answer that, I think with anything, anything uh, negative, because I see anxiety as negative. Now, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it um. It could be used maybe in in um in certain situations it could be it could help you move from point a to b mm -hmm. you know like if you didn't feel that uh um like you didn't feel like anxious or whatever you wouldn't have done anything mm -hmm. um, i feel like maybe there are situations where god uh, uh could allow uh, uh a moment of anxiety or panic to move you from one point to another point mm -hmm. and we know that god you know can uh, knows how to put mm -hmm. bring everything together now for me personally uh just anxiety in its own just like uh what um sam said here about how it's you, you referenced it as um you know the meaning choking, choking right? Mm -hmm. The way I see it, it's just a snake just choking the life out of you, wrapped mm -hmm. around, just choking the life out of you. Mm -hmm. Um, when ang if no anxiety is not dealt with at its early stage, mm -hmm. it will only grow. Right. And right. I see it with everything that's not dealt with at its early stage, it will grow. It will grow to a, a much worse place. And I like the perspective. Um. Um, I just wanted to read this passage here in Matthew, Matthew 6. There's no, Jesus kind of speaks about the worry here, mm -hmm. all these worries of the world here. Um, I wanted to uh, read Matthew 6, 28. And, and then I might just jump back uh, just a little bit more for, for more understanding. But he says, and why do you worry about clothes? Mm -hmm. Right? He's asking them like, why? You know, like, why? And, 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 and clothes here, yeah, we can kind of connect it to like 
material things, mm-hmm. just things in the world, right? The, yeah. the daily things that we worry about, clothes, uh, where we're going to eat, or, you know, like what am I going to, you know, basically things that you shouldn't even be worried about. Then yeah. he gives them an example, said, look at the wildflowers in the field, see how they grow. They don't work or make uh, or make clothes for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you carry on reading, then he's going to talk about how, if God can do this for them, how much so you guys, mm-hmm. you know? And I wanted to take you guys back to um, jump right back to Matthew six twenty five to twenty six. Mm-hmm. So he says, "So I tell you, don't worry about the things you need to live, mm-hmm. what you will eat, drink, or wear. Life is more important than food, and the body is more important than what you you put on it. Mm-hmm. Look at the birds; they don't plant." Harvest or save food in bonds, but your heavenly father feeds them. Don't you know you are worth much more than they are? And so sometimes, you know, I, we worry a lot as Christians. We need to wa- we need to remember that we have a heavenly father who cares about us. Mm-hmm. If he yeah. can care about the birds, the flowers, he cares so much so uh, about us because we are created by his image. Yeah. yeah. So would you say like um? Anxiety is kind of like signs of lack of trust in God. I, I, I would, would agree. Yeah, I would. I would say so too. To an extent, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. um, it's 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 both sides. It's either like you you trust God or you don't. It's either you're trying to do it within your power or you tr- you're living it in God's sense. And moments you're doing either one, it reflects trust or reflects no trust. Right. True. Yeah. You know what I mean. And just to jump off of what uh, what he just said, I remember there was a time when I was really anxious and just worried um, about uh, the outcome of the future. Yeah. Um, I guess we could kind of bring in the fear of the unknown in there. That's what caused my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I was just w- going on a walk, and it was just like God just dropped something in my heart. And it's like, if you trust me, you wouldn't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Because I know you, we know that God works all things for the good, right? Mm-hmm. right. He, he He knows how to bring everything together, mm-hmm. and we know that He has our best interest. And so, if I can trust Him, why, why would I have the need to worry? Because then, if I trust Him, that's me letting go of that uh, the fear of the unknown. And once I let go of that fear, the anxiety lives. Mm-hmm. You know, it it just goes away. So. When we put our trust in God on uh, on a certain outcome that we don't know the answer to, that we 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 have no control of, we we can you know sit with ease, mm-hmm. knowing that it will work out, you know. Right. So were we? Oh, Sean, you can go. Yeah, I was going to say that you know, we're talking about extreme anxiety and mm. so on and so forth and we also mentioned some of the things that have caused anxiety in us the scripture actually mentions some of the core things or the underlining things mm-hmm. um that cause that causes anxiety um junior and samuel had mentioned you know fear of the unknown ecclesiastes 7 verse 14 actually talks about fear of the unknown it says a man cannot discover anything about his future wow mm. so that's that's you know, that's unknown. It's trying to address our fear yeah. of the unknown. True. And then uh, Proverbs 16, verse 3 and 9 also talks about, you know, our plans yeah. and putting them before God. That's, you know, addressing the unknown. 
Because in a society where the, I mean, we're living in the Western culture, even just in the world in general, even at schools, even at, you know, everywhere it says you have to know your future. Okay. You have to know what you're doing. You have to worry about what you're going to do tomorrow, what you're going to be tomorrow. So how do you address that? So were we ever created to know about the future? So what's like, how should we handle it? How is, diff- how is it different from, hey, having a vision or knowing how that, like putting your stress on how that vision will take place? So should we just have the vision and forget about it or... Do the do both. Good question because I I didn't read Proverbs sixteen nine mm-hmm. for us, but it actually answered that question. Yes, yeah. word for word. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to open it. Or if someone has it quicker than the than Proverbs me. or uh, Proverbs sixteen verse nine. Proverbs sixteen verse nine. Yeah. Yeah. He actually spelled yeah. it out. Okay, I got it. So I think it said it's our duty to plan our ways. Mm-hmm. It's his own duty to order our steps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people right. can plan what they want to do, but right. it is the Lord who guides their steps. There exactly. you go. So is that the go. part where like most Christians forget about like plan? Right. But, like, Thank you. Forget. They forget <coughs> plan yeah. and then trust, you know, waiting for God to, 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 you know, do something without them putting in the work. And then there are some people too who put in the work and forget the fact that it is not their duty yeah, to put in the work to, you know, to know what the next, the next what step, this step yeah. is. Yeah. For example, to make it tangible, for example, I have a business goal or a business vision. Right. So I'll have that vision. I'll like, okay, I could plan this, this, like this. But the way the income will come, the way things would work out, that part, the way things will link together up with the opportunities. It's all God's. That's all God's, right? E- right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's your duty to plan it. You can even, you know, you can anticipate, uh, what's it called? How, you know, how things would work. Right. But you need to understand that you're not in Control of control. what would actually happen. Right. True, because yeah. because I mean because this could be confusing. Because if you look in Matthew chapters uh, six, uh, verse thirty four, it says, "Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For uh, tomorrow will worry about its own things. Shafis, uh, sufficient for the day it is its own trouble." Matthew, Thank you. Matthew six diff- twenty eight, right? Matthew yes. six thirty four. Yeah, yeah, 30, 30, 30, 30 well. yeah, thirty four. Thirty four. Well. Yeah, so it talks it, about it. Talked it. About everything. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's true. I was going to mention. Right. That, that so, was actually why I I quoted the scripture. Right. Because worry is even from planning. It didn't say do not plan for tomorrow. Okay. So like we it said, should, do not worry. Oh, okay. Right. So you can oh, okay. plan, but don't worry yeah. about it. So we exactly. can plan, but don't worry. Okay, right. that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we do not plan. Mm. Yeah. Because you plan it, and then you just leave it in the hands of God. Right. Right, you did. You, you, it's like it's it's like this. It's simple. If we look at it this way, you go in the field, you plant. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna go home and worry about it? The right, right. Let, you oh, let so it now plant. you let you, you let, let nature, it, yeah. nature do its work. Yeah, you let Thank nature you. do its work. Actually, right? it's good that you mentioned that, Junior, because the next verse I was going to quote mm-hmm. is when Paul said, "I, Paul, have planted," and this applies to not just winning souls. Right. Mm-hmm. It applies to everything. He said, I, Paul, have planted. Mm. Apollo has watered. Mm. But it is the Lord that giveth increase. Right. Yeah. Right. The meaning is, all I can do right. is plant. plant. All Apollo can do is water. Yeah. But it is God that would give increase. Right, wow, right, that's right. Good. Right. And I'm glad you you mentioned that verse, uh, Matthew. I actually had it here, Matthew 28 to 34. So don't worry about tomorrow. Each day has enough trouble of its own mm-hmm. tomorrow will have its own worries mm-hmm. right it's kind of personifying uh worry as a person here like it's like right. just why <laughs> it's like it, jesus mm-hmm. and these are this is jesus word himself he's saying don't worry about it and i think the reason why he's saying don't worry about it is because you have no control mm-hmm. of tomorrow mm-hmm. 
you one lesson that I've learned is that if you can't control it, don't worry about it. If you can't change it, don't worry about it. Mm. You can only leave it in the hands of the creator, mm. right? Yeah. So, so I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. So, because like anxiety, you know, here we were talking about like worry of the, for the tomorrow. Or so, what about the worries of the present? For example, I'm being tormented. I have anxiety. I have depression. I have these thoughts. Like, Good. what are the cause? And I mean, obviously, the causes are, can vary. But like, how to handle it? Is there anything out there that I can rely on? Like, okay. How to deal with anxieties of today's? Oh, so if I if I'm understanding correctly, right. yeah, um, I think when we have anxiety, it's always about something that's about to happen. Mm. In a sense, if you, um, it's either you're experiencing, um, you're going through that anxiety, right? Like you're experiencing it, mm-hmm. but it's always because of something. That's so if we go back, if we go to the to meaning, the definition. Uh, right. it says a feeling of worry, nervousness, or uh, unease typically about an imminent, imminent means something that's about to happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, right? right. right. So if, if you, if, if the, the question is how do I deal with anxiety like when i'm going through anxiety what do i do what can i do to make myself uh uh snap out of it mm-hmm. right so you know we we kind of shared we we kind of shared some scriptures here that speak about uh where jesus says don't worry about tomorrow and and sometimes you can it'll be like well it's easier said than done right yeah, uh, but i like i like this ver- this verse here uh proverbs 12 25 mm-hmm. I just said that. Yeah, I yeah. That it too. says, <laughs> <laughs> it says, anxiety in a man's heart wears it down. Yeah. yeah. But a good, encouraging word makes it glad. I actually have a different like uh, version. Uh, version in New King James version actually says, anxiety in the man of heart. I mean, in the heart of man causes depression. Right. But a good word makes it glad. Right, exactly. exactly, and 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 if you look the uh, you look up uh, in the ERV, it says worry takes away your joy, mm-hmm. but a kind word makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So really, if you in that moment where you are feeling anxious, mm-hmm. what you need is words of encouragement, right. is words is words of affirmation, and yeah. we can find all of that in the Word of God. And yeah. uh, go ahead, go ahead, Samuel. Um, so, so just to go off of what you were saying, Junior, um, and also like your question on like in terms of almost a chronic anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Or like you're feeling very anxious. There, there are five things in the Bible that um, I feel like Jesus addressed about worrying. Um, first of all, he said, "Worry about nothing," mm-hmm. and that verse says, "Hey, tomorrow will take care of itself," mm-hmm. right? And then he says, on the flip side. Pray about everything. Mm-hmm. So what you're worrying about, pray about it. Right. Someone said something very funny. I was like, man, this is so good. He said, if we prayed as much as we we're worrying, our um, life would be so much easier. Mm-hmm. True. I the agree. moment you you start worrying, God, I'm in a tough spot right now. I'm feeling anxious. Like you just start having conversations with God, like praying to God, talking to God. Like I don't feel like myself. And then the other thing is... um. Be thankful. Thank God in all things. Right. While you're anxious, while you're feeling so stressed out, mm-hmm. find something to be thankful for. You woke up with good health, you know, like 
you, like you have a job like there's right, so many things right. to there's like so many things. look on the yeah. positive side of things right? right and then he said keep your mind on good things right right there's so many good happening even though it probably doesn't feel good at the moment and then last thing he says be content in our things right. now a lot of the times when we're um being anxious probably we're not content with what we have mm-hmm. right Fact. and therefore we yeah we just that getting anxious so yeah. and yeah. Uh, and just to to support uh Sean I mean Sam on what he said if you read Philippians 4 uh chapter I mean verse 6 to 7 he says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, supplication. with thanksgiving mm-hmm. let your requests be made known to God and peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus mm-hmm. you know And you know Junior you mentioned um you know like when someone is going through an imminent anxiety or yeah. anxiety due to something imminent something that imminent means something that will happen mm-hmm. like it's already coming right yeah. um you know you talked about what of encouragement is needed an example of what of encouragement when it comes to that is Isaiah 35 verse 4 mm-hmm. it said say to them that of a fearful heart right be strong fear not Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God, with a recompense, He will come and save you. Yeah. Mm. So th- those are word of you know word of affirmation, word of en- encouragement mm. that can help someone um, going through immediate mm-hmm. distress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually had that down here. Um, I had that on my uh, on my on my notes here. Uh, but just even going off with you know what Aaron said and um, Sam, what you said really fits well with Ephesians 4. Uh this has really been the verse that um God had given me, you know, to to help me um whenever I dealt with anxiety. Yeah. Um it's it's really it's really it's really a powerful verse and I really want to read it um just one last time. Mm-hmm. Um where it says do not be anxious or worried about anything i'm reading from the amplified but in everything every circumstance and situation is by prayer and petition which is what you were saying right mm-hmm. pray about it <laughs> with thanksgiving continue to make your specific request known to god so that thing you're worrying about continue to make it right known to god by you know through prayer and thanksgiving right yeah. and the peace of god that peace which reassures the heart that peace which transcends all understanding that peace which stands god over your hearts and your minds in christ jesus is yours mm. and so he's basically saying when you when you start praying about it the peace will start coming in mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. even even before the answer comes because he doesn't mm. mention about the hey the answer is has, has come now right. you have peace no it's like when you praying about it that peace you start transitioning from that place where you were anxious and you're moving into a place mm-hmm. where now you start experiencing the peace of god mm-hmm. and then when we read um philippians 4 verse 8 and this is what kind of helped me uh no not kind of but this is what helped really really helped me a lot is finally believers what's whatsoever is true so he tells us what to think about because i think anxiety has a lot to do with what we think about too right mm-hmm. yeah. you just have all these thoughts of what could go wrong what could happen right. what uh-huh. what um what's happening right now oh my gosh oh my gosh all this and this and this and that you know we already know that god god got us right mm-hmm. and yeah. that tomorrow will worry about itself. Right. Now he tells you though 
want to think about. Mm. Here, Paul tells us this, mm. right? And if Paul is telling us this, he's not just telling us this just for the fun of it. He's telling us because it's something that he practiced, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and so he he has ripped the results of it. And so he says, finally, believers, what whatever is true, yeah. whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed mm. by God's word, what whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things, center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. There you go. Center right? your mind on them. Center your mind Keep on your it. Mind and so he's, 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 he's basically just he's giving us the remedy here. It's like you've prayed about it, right? you prayed about it, you left right. in God's hands, the peace is coming in, just start thinking on the whatsoever is true, right? Mm-hmm. You might be thinking, hey, um, what if, what if that, you know, the, I don't know if you're maybe um, worrying about an interview going, you know, Could your you interview to tomorrow. And like, what if it goes wrong? What if I panic? What if, you know, you have the, all these what ifs. You can go back to this passage and worry that, you know, your thoughts to compare it to this passage mm-hmm. and ask yourself, the thing I'm thinking about, is it true? Is it confirmed by God's word? Mm-hmm. And there's, so there's this whole list. And so if if it, you go through this list and the thing you're thinking about is not true, is not confirmed by, by God's word, it maybe it might be true, but it's not, it does not bring peace, you know, as the as this passage says, mm-hmm. just stop thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Um just to also that was good junior, by the way. Um those verses, just to give a word of encouragement, just like, you know, like Sean was saying, was like, um, this is not a Bible verse, but something that I've just picked up over the years is um, if you're anxious at the moment, right, maybe about like uh, today or something, but remember, today was the tomorrow that you were worried about yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. But here you were making it through today. Right. If you think about it, you've been very anxious about some some days that, or maybe some seasons of life, and if you look back, you somehow made it through mm-hmm. that. It's right. passed. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like here you are again, still worried about tomorrow. The next one. Which means it's almost like you still don't trust God, even though He has come through already. Yep. It's like, do I really have to prove myself? God is just like, wow. Yeah. Yep. And and Sammy, I think that's a very good point because I think that's something that I can relate with. Like I said, I've dealt with all sort of um anxiety before. Samuel actually, you know, experienced one at the U.S. Mexico border when I ex- when I had um, you know muscle spasm in my back. Um, but since ever since, you know, the same thing you just said, whereby I've reflected on things I've been anxious about before that God has taken me through, and now you know my trust is just so solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still plan and people are like people some people think whenever I plan it's because I'm anxious. I'm like, no, 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 you're getting something wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not planning because I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm just planning because that's my duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in terms of yeah. you, you know, in terms of what will happen, yeah. I trust me, if even even if my plan doesn't happen, I don't care. If it happens, oh well. Thank God mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. But, yeah, because uh I know we mentioned good things that like fight anxiety. So when the is having peace and to have peace, uh, you you gotta set your mind on God. You gotta set your mind on who God is and the promises He has given us in the Bible, and also uh, 
we spoke about good words, good words of encouragement, yeah. right? It's anxiety. So I feel like with anxiety, the best way, because um, some people may ask, how do you trust God? To trust God, it also comes on by like reading in the word, you know, mm-hmm. where God is. And, you know, the more you know about someone, the more you know about his abilities and you can trust his abilities, you know. Because yeah. like, we, it's kind of like meeting a stranger. <laughs> I don't trust a stranger because I don't know you. But like if That's you make good. if if you remove Jesus from being a stranger and make him familiar with yourself, make him your brother in your daily life, you understand throughout all those cases Jesus is with you. Because he says he shall never leave you nor forsake you. He will walk with you th- throughout the path. Yeah. So coming down to a place of like I need to trust God mm-hmm. is where is the biggest step to fight anxiety, you know. Because many people say I mean, one uh pastor in Texas said his name is John Pacaluda, is like since when Jesus is not enough? Since when do we need Jesus and money? Since mm. when do we need Jesus and family and success and all that? Because it's not about the it's not about Jesus and, but it's what's inside Jesus, what Jesus is there to bring. So if we focus on just having Jesus, you know, in our lives and focusing our minds on it, because He knows the future. Mm-hmm. We're not created to understand what's going to happen in the future. But like living the moment and set our eyes on God as He's planning everything, you know, as He you know setting His mind on everything. So trusting Jesus and what He has to bring by reading in the Bible all the right. promises He's given us. Yeah, that's what builds our faith. It builds our trust in God. You know, to, to build on what you just said. Okay, what do we think the opposite of anxiety would be? I would say um, good courage, joyful. It's been happy. Yeah, I, I agree. Con- cons- yeah. Considering <laughs> cons- considering anxiety as a state of mind, what comes to my mind would be peace. Peace, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And you know, who is the prince of peace? In case you know, in case we don't know, let me read something that Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus said in John fourteen verse twenty seven, it says, "Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, mm-hmm. not as the world giveth." Give not as the word giveth, give I unto you. Mm-hmm. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it talks about trouble mm-hmm. and it talks about fear. fright yeah. or fear, or fear yeah. right? And above all, he said, it gives us peace, yeah. which is the perfect opposite state of mind mm-hmm. of anxiety. Yeah, I, I want to build off of that. So Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Sound mind. So he's saying, I give this to you. Mm-hmm. If you think of a kid, if you think of a kid, when, they, when, when we're all kids and we're asking our parents for stuff, maybe toy, we just say, dad, I want that. We don't say, oh, I don't know how my dad's going to get it. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? It's true. You, you ask and you trust. And you trust. Yeah. yeah. You're so, right. So the, the the sad part is some of us are like, um, like we're actually Christians, but we're, we're practicing atheism. We're like, you don't actually believe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so go ahead. Yeah. And just to kind of mention, like just to go off what you said, it's, it's not even like, you know, when we're kids, it's not even that I trust. Because I feel like when I'm a kid, I don't know, I don't know nothing about trusting, but I just know <laughs> that mm. my dad is going to provide, right? Mm. I just know that he will come through, and that's how it should be with us, right? Mm. It, you know, we we ought to trust God 
and even go beyond that and be like i know i know he will come through mm-hmm. like i know he will come through i know he will provide so mm-hmm. um that's the i think that's the mindset to have um especially when we 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 are practicing his word mm-hmm. right where it's like don't worry about tomorrow mm-hmm. like why are you worrying about tomorrow mm-hmm. and um and kind of i wanted to also read um matthew again matthew 631 uh to go off what um Aaron had said earlier uh cuz sometimes we worry about these things of like can i have this and mm-hmm. can i you know like how would i get this and this and this and that mm-hmm. and jesus kind of gives us uh a clear answer to that um how do we get these things obviously that align with the purpose of god and right. will of god so i'll just read 31 to 34 um so it says don't worry and say what will we eat or what we will drink or what will we wear that's what those people who don't know god are always thinking about don't worry because your father in heaven knows that you need all these things mm-hmm. what you should want most is god's kingdom mm-hmm. and doing what he wants you to do then he will give you all these other things you need mm-hmm. and 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 he, that's that's what he's saying it's like if you just set your mind on the things above if you just focus on the kingdom of god right and just wanting to advance his kingdom you set your mind on him He's going to take care of all these other stuff that you're worrying mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like um someone said um worrying is like a like a rocking chair. You spend so much energy but you're not making any progress, you're not moving because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you're just in one spot, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's very true. That's, you know. It's and we we need to always remember that anxiety is a state of mind. Right. Right. This is something mm-hmm. that we in our group we love to talk about. you know the state of, of mind, your mind yeah, exactly yep. it's it's a state of mind uh, for the most part because whether you worry or not reality would you know would do its check mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean right. yeah. whether you worry or not especially imminent worry yeah you already know it's coming right. yeah so what's you know what what would the worry do yeah to so to stop it from coming because it even says in the bible like the like when we read uh, i think it was ecclesiastes or proverbs that says that uh worry you know brings forth depression and all that mm-hmm. so as we say reality always checks in you know i know one person said that like you can't stop a bird from flying over your head mm-hmm. but you can stop it from building a nest on your head exactly mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. once you 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 feel you like it will come mm-hmm. but how you deal with it is important exactly how you deal with it how you deal with it is important you know yeah and i think the dealing part of it has a lot to do with perspective. Right. Right. It really has to do a lot with yeah, the, perspective. That was what I was talking about, it's a state of mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. and yeah, and just kind of going off that like it really has to do a lot with perspective. Mm-hmm. Um and I can't really remember uh which uh chapter and verse, but I know it's in the book of Isaiah where it says, "I will keep him at perfect peace whose mind is stayed mm-hmm. on me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fixed and fixed yeah. on me." So when that that was another verse that really um helped me you know mm-hmm. when i was anxious and i like i said anxiety has to do a lot with your thoughts it has to do a lot with your thought right yeah. you know and so if you have a perspective that's greater than the the anxious thoughts mm-hmm. right 
you will be able to overcome that anxiety. And so I, I, I like to think, I like to think about Jesus, the story uh, in, on the boat. Um, one, on, like when I went through like these moments of anxiety and I learned about that verse, mm-hmm. it made so much sense why Jesus was sleeping on the boat. Mm-hmm. Like it started making sense to me, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, so I was just thinking about it. I thought about that verse and I'll keep at perfect peace. Mm-hmm you know, whose mind is stayed on me. And then, you know, that's Old Testament. You read New Testament, you see Jesus with his disciples on the boat, mm-hmm. right? And there's like the storm and everything, you know, is just happening around them yep. and uh, of which the storm can represent all these uh, uh, things of life, you yep. know, these challenges, the storms of life. And how do the disciples re- respond? Oh my panic, goodness, panic. you're panicking, you know. They're just like, they think they're going to die. Yeah. You know, they think like Jesus doesn't care about them, mm. you know. But Jesus was sleeping and it hit me. <laughs> he wasn't sleeping because he didn't care. Mm. His mind was at perfect peace because his mind was always fixed on the Father. Wow, yeah. Literally. Wow. Mm. And that's why, <laughs> that's, that's why good. he was asleep, mm. you know. That's yeah. why, that, that's one of the reasons why, like, I, I you know, I, I strongly believe that he was asleep, you know. Mm. And then he wakes up and he just calms it. You know, it just comes the storm and they now they're amazed. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and so th- that verse is really powerful. And uh I think us as Christians, um, one of the dangers that we make when reading the scriptures is reading this Bible, the whole Bible metaphorically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, if you take that verse literally, you know, I will keep him at perfect peace, mm-hmm. whose mind is stayed on me. Mm-hmm. Once you just start the act of looking upward towards God, yeah. the act of just putting my mind on things above his promises really starts bringing that peace. And he, he doesn't just say peace. He calls it perfect peace, right. mm-hmm. True. you know, perfect peace. And that's the kind of peace that, you know, Jesus uh, had, mm-hmm. you know, and on top of that, him being the Prince of Peace, you know, right. so, yeah. yeah. Just some of the the practical practical ways you could you know use this like you know setting your mind on God. For example, uh, if you're in class or maybe a subject or topic is hard for you, you know, you know, seek first, you know, to find you know the promises that God put in put in the Bible. You know, you know that God made you this. God gave you the capability to understand. Calm down. Know who you are. Yeah. Then you tackle it. For example, you are with your family. You guys maybe don't have a good relationship and you have anxiety towards your family. Mm. Go in the Bible, search the book about like, well, it talks about on love, loving your neighbor, you know, loving God, you know, how, how God finds pleasure when families can, you know, come together, when brethren dwell together. You know, that will build, you know, your, you know, your, your, your confidence, your trust. If you're at work, you know, you feel like you're being pressured, you know, mm. you go back to like, like, like we said in the work ethics episode. Do everything with all your heart for God will take care of the rest, you know. It's all about like when you find yourself in a situation, you can even just, okay, for example, you find yourself in a situation, you can even, Google has made it easier for us. Just go on Google. What does the Bible say about, for example, stress at work? What does the Bible say about this specific things? And it will bring you out all the verses, you know, you need to know about that situation and use that yeah. and start meditating on it. Start repeating in your mind. Start seeing yourself in a, situ- in a place where, you overcoming this and you overcoming this piece and you will just find yourself that anxiety going away. You know, yes. you don't need to be deep in theology to know this thing. Just go on Google, type it. Hey, how do you deal with stress? For example, with relationship, what does the Bible say about it? It's all there, you know, right. and you go back to the Bible, you read it for yourself. 
before like you know you could read any interpretation for me but like read for yourself mm. eat the word but he told Joshua do not let this book you know depart, uh, out of depart from, you, from you you know stay with it meditate it day and night mm. yeah. you know if you meditate day and night some of the things that will come up to you be like oh I don't need to worry about this the yeah. bible told me this you yeah. know you know it's yeah. actually good what Junior and Aaron just mentioned Junior mentioned how reading the bible it's literal as well as you know metaphoric it's mm-hmm. it's both yeah. it applies at that instant and also it applies into the future yeah. and then Aaron you also talked about you know Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 i was going to talk about the fact that yes there's a faith aspect of you know finding peace rather than anxiety but the bible also mentions some actual things that you can do because i know some people will be like okay everything that has been mentioned seem to be a little bit spiritual okay mm-hmm. I, don't, i don't even know all those things how you know how do i get past anxiety but there are so many things that mm-hmm. i mentioned example is Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and verse 1 and verse 1 verse 9 mm-hmm. Um, that you had mentioned, you know, he talked about study, um, this book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth and yeah. so on and so forth. It's actual at that point. It's talking about the book of the law and it's talking about how, you know, yeah. you are going to have good success. Yeah. If you apply the same thing to even your academics, right. mm-hmm. it applies, period. Yeah. You study, you get it. you're good. Mm-hmm. It's So it's very, very important and you won't have anxiety of, oh, exam is coming or oh, test is coming mm-hmm. because you've the bible also talks about study to show thyself approved mm-hmm. right these are physical things that you can actually do to reduce stress. Anxiety, anxiety and and stress because you know okay I've, I've done my own portion mm-hmm. all will be well i've done what i can you know i've done some of the right things all will be well yeah i just i mean if you guys have like last thoughts before we wrap up Sure. Um just, you know, a lot of the things that um stress people out from from what I've uh, noticed and with a little bit of research is um like your job, right? Um maybe your health, not to like really go back but like relationships, um poor diet, lack of sleep, like a bunch of other things, yep. media overload. Mm-hmm. Um especially the media overload is a thing. Like even social media in itself like <laughs> Yeah. what people think Social about you media. you know like it's yeah, yeah. yeah. first think about what yeah. like so all this stuff yourself, like yeah. you know living in minnesota i'm just <laughs> kidding <laughs> only from january to to, to march yeah. um, <laughs> if you're used to like nice weather like like <laughs> um but but then again just to really go back to the point of sound mind um uh, it's about w- if you really want peace of mind you in some ways have to kind of what you want to say control what goes into your mind but the the, the thing is like today we we tend to have such an open and free mind mm-hmm. which is good but a lot of times we let that sit too much right it's like garbage in, it's like you garbage in garbage out what you put in is what you would give out and once you take so much of all this like like we say social media or like um maybe health like all the negative things that are going on there you will start reflecting all of that um and then i'll just close out with this um someone said if you look at the world you'll be distressed which is like basically social media right um and if you someone said hey why are you so stressed out like look within yourself i said listen i look within myself it's garbage like being human like oh garbage like not the best at mm. 
And he said, if you look within yourself, you'll be depressed. But if you look at God, you'll be at rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Setting your mind on God. Junior, any last thoughts? Um, I don't really have it. Like anything to add on to what um has already been shared, I think um if you're dealing with anxiety, you don't like what Sam just said, like the last place you want to be is social media mm-hmm. right you don't you don't want to be like spend a lot of your time on social media yeah. um and the social media is not a real world, you know like um what's on social media is you know people put. They put what they want others to see. The best part. Right. Um, so you might think like, oh, and these people are much happier than me and, and this and that. And you start comparing and you get more depressed. Right. Uh, what you want to do, like we said, um, is present everything that you're worried about to God with, you know, in prayer and um, thanksgiving. And then start to experience that peace. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is you want to surround yourself with people uh, that um, encourage you. You want to listen to sermons or, um, you know, things that bring encouragement, mm-hmm. music that brings encouragement mm-hmm. um, so you can snap out of that. Um, you want to get a different perspective. And so by do one way of doing that, the best way of doing that is just, taking the promises of God and setting your mind on him, setting your mind on him and asking him to give you a heavenly perspective. And once you have a heavenly perspective, you will be able to move past those uh, thoughts and the fear of the unknown and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, it's two things, combination of two things. First, you only have control over what you have control over. You need to accept the fact that there's only so much that you can do, but always make sure, you know, you do your 100% in any situation that you find yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the other portion of it is understanding the fact that it is your own duty to plan your ways, Mm -hmm. but it is not your duty, you know, to, to define the action. Yeah. What, what the outcome or what the steps um, would be plan your ways, move, towards you know towards the plan just in everything in general mm-hmm. and you know let's let god do the rest and also it's a thing of it's a mind mindset thing mm-hmm. so always make sure you reflect as much as possible mm-hmm. um and you know account for what are the things that cause anxiety for you and what are the things what are the steps that you can take on your own path why you also trust god to help you in those situations. Yeah. I have also a verse to add on that. It says, therefore humble yourself. I mean, it's first Peter chapter five, verse six to seven. It says, therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind that God cares for you. Mm-hmm. It even says in Proverbs three, five, uh, chapter three, verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart mm-hmm. and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. So it comes down on just, you know, trusting God and God has everything figured out. Of course, they say a man proposes, but God is the one who disposes, right? right? Yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, keep setting your mind on God and everything else shall work out. And, you know, if you guys have questions, you know, if you guys have like, you know, specific, you know, scenarios you would want to share or you want to like, you know, 
have more insight, feel free to contact us. Mm-hmm. If you scroll down on the Spotify Q&A, you can just drop any questions and trust me. We'll or be, even your comments. Yeah, even your comments. will be Because we'd love know, to learn from you guys. Yeah, we would love to, you know, uh, address it and help you guys and guide you guys. And also you guys could add an input, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the areas you might have not, might not have touched. You could, you know, yeah. give your input. Yep. You know, it's it's a community. You know, we're not just here to talk, but we're also here to also hear from you and, you know, put everything on the table for God's glory. Yeah. And, yeah, that will be it for today, guys. See you next time. Peace.